This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Slack. Slack is a collaboration hub for work, whatever work you do. You can learn more about Slack right now by visiting slack.com. And by Simple Contacts. Visit simplecontacts.com slash supertrain20 and get $20 off your order with the very special offer code SUPERTRAIN20. Hello. Hi, John. Oh, hi, Merlin. How's it going? <clears throat> Super. Super duper. It's Super. Friday, Friday Pie Day. Woo. I know it's so weird to do our show on Friday. We had a, uh, you know, scheduling things. We did. We scheduled. We scheduled and we rescheduled and now uh, everything's happening. The reschedule, as we say. That's what we, <laughs> that's, <laughs> we have fun, don't we? That's one of our phrases. Oh, gosh. Oh. So many cow, the great catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Mm. Having a little coffee. Mm. I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm sitting here at my computer. I've got a little, I've got a little blankie. You got a blankie? Why? Is it I, cold? I, yeah, it's a little cold. I got a hmm. blankie over my knees. Weather Seattle. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does it say? Out. 47. It say? Well, I don't know if it's where you are. It says 47. That's pretty cool. 47. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's temperate. It's oh. a temperate zone, right? There's no ice fields. There's no There's no uh, big storms. It's just, a, just kind of a... Just oh. a little chilly. Now, is this spider season for you? No. No. I thought there it was winter. Are Nope, there are there are some little spiders, but for the most part, no. Spider season is fall. Okay, hmm. that's when the big and they get they really get hor- did they get horny then? Well, you know what how spider horniness looks like. Um, <laughs> can, all right, yes, and <laughs> the boy the boy spiders do a little dance, mm-hmm. and then the girl spiders eat them, kill them, and eat them. Mm, and every, every once in a while, a boy <laughs> Such spider... Such a way of crossing these four <laughs> legs over these four legs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah! Step into my web. Uh, every once in a while, a, a boy spider does such a good job of dancing and playing the uh, <laughs> electric web that he manages to get in there and have like, you know, like, I don't know how long it lasts. I've watched and watched. Uh, sure. I don't know how long spider intercourse actually lasts, but then she kills him and eats him. Always. Yeah, really? as far as I can tell, I've watched uh, the spider courtship ritual pretty avidly, and every single instance it ends with her killing him and eating him. So I don't know if <laughs> I don't know how many of those were Are you like sure? successful. John, I don't want to be controversial. It's a Friday. Yep, yep, yep. I know. Is there a chance that you could be a replicant? Because mm. I think I think Rachel had that same memory implanted in her. Oh really? Didn't Rachel? Didn't Rachel look out her window and, and see an insect eating another insect? She watched oh. it build a web all summer. But I can barely play the piano. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Do you like our owl? <laughs> <laughs> home again, home again, jiggity jig. Oh, what do I got? I got nothing. I adjusted my yeah. microphone. I'm excited about that. I cleaned my oh. office. I'm looking what at new ad blockers. I got a lot going on here. A new ad blocker. I'm looking at new ad blockers. Well, tell me, tell me more. Do you, is this a thing? Is this a service that you pay for? Um, usually not. You got to be canny about what you pick. But for some reason, my Safari ad blocking has uh, lost its foo a little bit. Mm. And the New York Times is giving me, giving me some. The New York Times, for which I pay money every month, is giving <laughs> me giant, giant, giant ads for I don't know keychain dildos. I don't know, just like giant oh. fucking ads. Oh, here's the very Times best. Is, here's the very best umbrella. Very best umbrella. 25 insanely cool gadgets. 
God, I, how do people live with this? This is so bad. And, and normally you just let Safari do uh, do the do the dirty work. Okay, think about this. It's forty seven degrees. Safari do the dirty. Here's work. one. Wayfair, oh, you get yeah. just what I need. It's got Wayfair. <laughs> Wayfair, you get just what I need. Oh wait, uh, where, Wayfair is that uh, that furniture company that is? Yeah, it's like the MSNBC people. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's put it this way: if it's forty seven degrees in Seattle and you get on a train, now if it's forty seven mm-hmm. degrees in Seattle, you're going to know pretty quickly if you left the front door open. Right, fairly uh, quickly. Uh, yeah, just just in the sense that shut you're, the front door. You're gonna feel. Uh, I think in England they call it a draft. You feel a draft. A draft. They pronounce it draft. 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 Drift. Draft. Drift. That's how they do it in Australia. I don't know if that's drift. a good analogy. Maybe another one is. Uh, let's say your electric power went off. It wouldn't okay. take you three days to notice that. What if my nest? Wouldn't allow my garage door to open. If your nest does not, you might need to do a reconnection inside a if this, then that. Uh, okay. All right. So I, yes, I'm, I'm having let's... some struggles with my Internet of Things things, too. But all I'm trying to say is there are things in life where things work, things work, things work, things work. And then you suddenly realize things don't work. Mm-hmm. And in this mm-hmm. case, ju- judging by the size of this Wayfair ad on the web- website that I'm paying for, um, so what happens if I turn off all blockers? Did you know you can do this? Do you use Safari as your browser? Turn off all blockers. You could say, I do, yeah. I, I use Safari and Google Chrome mm-hmm. depending on what I'm browsing. I know. I that's I used to be all in on Chrome, and now I I only open it with Great Rue because oh, because something's not working like I expected on Safari. I'm off. I'm off Chrome. I'm done. What happened? What happened? Oh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, they've they've constantly continued to redesign it to look stupider and stupider, and the tabs are oh. ridiculous now, and they make weird oh. colors when it's in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also hate the thing where like the Chrome really wants to be your default browser, and now you just you can't hit Command Q anymore. You have to hit a different key combination to quit it. And it goes, "Did you really want to quit this? Don't you want to leave this open?" Oh. And they also did a real dingling thing a few weeks ago. That involves logging in and privacy security stuff, and it's just dumb. And like, I don't know. I just, it, it became annoying. And I like the idea of my Safari activity being synced up between all of my devices. Yeah. I, I have very, very, very few bookmarks, and the bookmarks I have are almost all in my favorite bar. And um, I deploy those tactically. Yeah, you got to deploy them tactically. Have you noticed in America today that yeah. if you put the word tactical on anything, uh, like it automatically becomes. Uh, make America great again? God, that's such a good point. My first, yeah. okay, so if you're giving me a Rorschach test and you said uh, tactical, over the years, I instantly think of like cop pants that you can buy from mm-hmm. a website. Yeah, cop pants is right. Yeah. <laughs> cop <laughs> pants, fake cop badge. Yeah, they got a lot of cop pockets. Cop belt. People love to dress like cops. I call yes. it stealing valor. I do too. I yeah. was at the thrift store the other day. There was a vest. It had so many pockets and loops on it. Yes. And I was like, I want to get this just, I mean, and it wasn't, the thing is, it wasn't a Lebowski, um, what's the, what's the uh, John uh, Goodman Sobchak. character? It's not a Sobchak vest because it's, mm-hmm. uh, because it was also black, which is, as you know, the most tactical of all colors. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but I was like, I was, I was holding it up and I was like, I could just fucking put this on. I could just rock this like super duper. I mean, it actually had like ammo mag compartments in it. Right. Well, you could also put, I, <laughs> you could also put extra flip phones in there. Oh, for sure. I could have I could have six little little gigos. You, you could know, deploy your Nokia's. <laughs> and I could have so many Nokia's. Like Chewbacca. Oh, get a band of, of, of uh, feature phones. <laughs> 
I could have them chained together. So it's like Daisy Chain and oh, Nokia. Yeah. I don't know how you would do that. You could mine Bitcoin while you're yeah. biking around. <laughs> <laughs> you put a baseball oh, card in your spokes. Look at me. I'm a cop. I'm a Wookiee really cop. Warming up. This thing is really <laughs> it's hot. Oh, shit. It's on fire. Oh. But I listen, listen, we need to have an ad break at some point. You need to not curse for 30 seconds. <sighs> oh, roger that. It's one of those, it's one of those weeks. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, no starting cursing. from right now, uh, in the next okay. 30 seconds, I want you to say something funny but not curse for the next okay. minute. Okay, good. Uh, so you're, you're a gosh darn dang it ding dong diggity wookie cop. You got a, it's not a sob check you're saying. Sob check, no. he wears the, um, it's, the, it's and he wears those, yeah, but he also wears those, uh, like those eyeglasses that you wear to shoot people, right? Well, no, I do wear those. I will wear shooting glasses. Shooting glasses. And I, and I would wear them with this vest. But the label, the actual label on it said something like, you know, Johnsville Tactical Vest Company. Ah, I bet I they're like, in Tennessee. That sounds like Tennessee. Oh, it sure does. Doesn't yeah. it sound like Murfreesboro, Tennessee? It sounds like they make sausage, <laughs> sausage and vests. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. <coughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Slack. You can learn more about Slack right now by visiting slack.com. Slack is a collaboration hub for work, no matter what work you do. Teamwork on Slack happens in channels where your information and conversations are organized around projects, offices, and teams. And because everything you need to work is in one place, it's faster and easier to get things done. With channels, team members don't get left out, and information doesn't get lost because everything people need to get their work done is in the same easily searchable place. It's designed to support the way that people like you work, the way you naturally work together. Slack makes collaborating with your colleagues online as easy and efficient as face-to-face, and the more that Slack is used across a company, the more value it provides as tools and information shared by one department become accessible across departments, helping teams work together across locations, time zones, or job titles. With Slack, the right people in your team are kept in the loop and the information they need is always at their fingertips. Some of the things you can do with Slack, I, this, I love this one, you can reduce emails and streamline your team's communications because Slack helps connect the tools and services you need in one place. Slack allows you to organize your team with real-time messaging, video or voice calls, group file sharing, and searchable archives all in one easy-to-use app. There's going to be no more searching through emails for that one follow-up or looking through multiple systems to find what you're looking for. Nuh-uh, it's all on the Slack. Just go to the Slack. No more switching across multiple tabs and platforms to keep updated at work. Yuck. No thank you. Give me the Slack. I'm a huge fan of Slack. I use it all the time. I'm uh, regularly on three Slacks. I'm a member of at least five, but there's three that I use every day. I'll tell you my favorite is the one we use to produce uh, another podcast that I do. It has streamlined our work and made it so easy for the business people, for the suits, the producers, the editors, and even your dingling hosts to be able to put together a good show every week. And you know what? We don't bother anybody else on the network because we're on our own little channel. It is just the best. So I really want you to go. I want you to go to slack.com because Slack is where work happens. Once again, you go to slack.com. Our thanks to Slack for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. <laughs> Don't curse for another 30 seconds. Keep going. Right. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, uh, you have no, uh, idea, what you have what no idea what a, what a hedge maze my life is. <laughs> it's, like I, it's like I live in a tile puzzle. So anyway, um, tactical so, now, to me... Tell me what I do here in Safari so that I can block my ad blockers, turn my ad blockers off to see what life is really like. Well, I have to tell you, before we connected on the internet to have our weekly call, 
I was using a search engine, and I said, what did I search for? I searched for Mac OS Safari Adblocker. And uh, one of the first things that you know, came up came up with slideshow. It's a slideshow. Oh, I said, that's hey, you want. here's the best options of 2018 for Safari Mac, Mac OS ad blockers. Just click click to continue. So, oh, I mean, no. you it's know. A, it's a click farm. It's a, it is a kind of a yeah, click farm. Sure. A tactical click farm. A so I'm slowly. And here's my favorite part. My favorite part of this. And it's a site that I, my friends write for, and I, I don't dislike the site. But when you, you know, it's a, it's so a gallery makes sense. Like if you're saying like a favorite nip slips of 2002, I can understand why you put that in a gallery. I would sure click on that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Unfortunately, most of them are Walter Sobchak. But... Oh, Queen Elizabeth. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Put a corgi on that. Put a corgi on We have to go it. another 30 seconds. Another 30 Did seconds. Did we make it? I think we made it. No, nip oh, really? slips is not a profanity, is it? I don't know. I consider- <laughs> Done. I'm out of this maze. <laughs> it's a collaboration hub for work. Moving on. Um, so uh, all I was going to say was when I think tactical in the past, I think of cop pants. Yes. And so cop cops, pants. cops are first responders. You sure. don't you don't steal their valor. But now, yeah, you're right. Tactical today. You know what I think of a little bit? And boy, this is a broad brush. I think a little bit like the Proud Boys. I think of those guys that wear like hockey pads to go and, and pick fights Ooh. with millennials. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I feel when I think of tactical, I think of uh, I think a lot of people. I think of people in West Texas. Mm-hmm. I think of uh, generally. I think of those girls from the University of Tennessee that proudly show their concealed carry. Oh, that one girl. That one girl with the gun. Yeah, the girl with the gun. Who's like whose whose Twitter uh, handle is girl with a gun or whatever. I, 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 I blocked her. I just can't see her oh. anymore. Oh, oh! You used to see her. She used to appear in your world. I do. I do a thing that is just for me. You know, it's oh. like I say to my daughter. You know, a lot of people think you brush your teeth for other people, but really, you brush teeth for yourself. Even oh. if nobody notices that you brushed your teeth, you're doing your job because you're brush. I block people for me. I don't block them for them. Oh, if I see a, nice. if I see a dingling, I learned this from John Syracuse. If you see a dingling, block them the first time you see them. It just oh, makes never it see them again. <laughs> well, I mean, also, I like I have this idea that in the future, when somebody responsible buys Twitter, they will they will comb through everybody's block list and make a make a make an uh, uh, an overarching dingling block list that everybody right. can use. Right, because if people more like than me, 5, block this people dingling. have blocked people. If you've been blocked by more than five thousand people, there's a problem. That, there's a chance you're a problem. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. Right, like you might be a Jeff like, Foxworthy joke. <laughs> there are a lot. <laughs> you find your gun dingling block. block. <laughs> There are a lot of people out there who've been blocked by a lot of people. Yeah. And that would be your go-to, right? That would be your first, the first thing you did. They're trying to use machine learning to figure out if I want to buy a jockstrap. Why don't you figure out, based on machine learning, who the dinglings are? Why is someone not, talk about deployment. Why is someone not rapidly deploying a master dingling, (laughs) master dingling list? If I had the technology, if I had access, yes. I would be uh, that master dingling list. Oh, you could, I would you could even cherish make it, access. You to could it. make it smart. You could make it say, "Hello, Governor. We think uh, this is master dingling speaking. We yeah. think we may have detected a new dingling in your midst. <laughs> Click here to unblock." Oh, wait a minute! Wouldn't it be amazing if, Opt in. Like, if Clippy? Made a reappearance. Oh, it like, looks like you're trying oh. to have a healthy mental life. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> oh, we think that you would like like, like autofills for you. Like, block this person. <laughs> hey, buddy, guy. Hey, there's a new guy who's obsessed with Alexandria or uh, Ocasio Cortez's feet. Do you want to block so, him? Do, 
Now, here's a question for you. Yes. I know that you, uh, early on in the internet, um, knew a lot of people. Yeah, I used, to, you, I used to know, 2004, I knew everybody. You knew a lot of people, I right? knew a lot of and people, I, yeah. I remember yeah, I yeah. would meet people out they in the They don't remember me now, but I, I knew them 14 oh, years ago. Oh, they remember you, because when I meet them now, they check up on you. They're I'll like, tell you what, how's I, Merlin? I, I leave a mark. Yeah, why did Merlin leave the party so early? What happened? Hey, how's, how's Merlin? Hey, what's... What, what? I haven't seen what? him in a oh, while. He used to be Merlin. But you used to know all the Twitter people, or some of them. Did you know Jack? Yes. And did he always wear moo-moos? No. No, he was just very quiet. He he worked he like was. everybody. This is before Twitter when it was a different company. And I did know those guys, and uh, they were they were really they were cool and nice. And um, um, yeah, Jack, I, I need Jack from an open source um, Mac uh, service that he had made years before. I was a huge fan of this service that he made. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, and I talked about it a lot on a website that I used to do. And mm-hmm. I went to the office one day and he came up and he introduced himself and he was very quiet. Oh. And, and he said, I'm, I'm thus and such his code name on the internet. And I was like, Oh my God, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. Oh yeah. And now, I remember- you say he wears moo's now. Uh, I, I, I saw a picture of him in a moo and it seemed like, uh, he had bangs. So it, bangs, it was, bangs is a baller move. It was a little unusual. Yeah, I was I was looking at a <laughs> bangs. Uh, yeah, yeah, bangs. You should I, give bangs. I'm pretty sure he did. Baby I was bangs. At a, yeah. A video of uh, the the Western State Hurricanes the other day playing on 29 Live, and I had uh, I had bangs past. I had bangs to the uh, to the point of having uh, a bowl haircut. And a bowl haircut. Yeah, this is uh, 1990. This is, this is into the era where you had begun cutting your own hair. I was cutting my own hair. I was wearing a puka shell necklace and oh. I had a bowl haircut. And I I'm see like, photos of you where you you look like a jock that I would avoid. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was 1998. Nobody was wearing puka shell necklaces. Yeah, puka and shells. No one you was had wearing... polo shirts, and when I met you, you were still heavily into the, like the polo shirts and like Stan Smith sneakers. Yeah, you you look like <laughs> you look like the the antagonist of a John Hughes movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know what. I mean, there was a period where I would wear two polo shirts. I don't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess. I yeah. mean, I had one on, then I put another one on. Yeah. Did you, did you pop the collar up? Oh, uh, no, not on a polo shirt. God, no. I'm not you one kept, of those. Well, I don't want to get in the weeds here, but you have two polo shirts with collars. I'm guessing the bottom collar is down and the upper collar is down. Are they over yeah. each other? Like a well, cuff? No. No, you want to see the you want to you would want to see both collars, but you wouldn't put the lower collar up over the top collar. No, they're oh, just two. You're separate, not an animal. Yeah, two separate collars, both doing a collar. Thing. Okay, okay, so not a full Steve Bannon. Yeah, I don't even know what the Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon is. wears three shirts. Well, he's you know I don't I think Steve Bannon may have body image issues. You think he has that dysmorphia like the Michael Jackson disease? I think he probably when he looks himself in the mirror. He yeah. probably says, oh, I should put on another shirt. I think he probably thinks he looks like a character from Dune, but not the one that he thinks. Right, not the good one. He thinks he looks like Colin McLaughlin, but he's actually Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, he lo- well, is Baron Harkonnen the one that has like a breathing apparatus? Yeah, and he floats around and he, and he uh, sucks blood out of the boy's plug hole. Yeah, no, no, I don't think anybody <laughs> thinks that that's who they are. When they look at themselves in the morning, they don't think like, I'm Wait, the well, gro- who knows? gross he, character. He's very web savvy. He might have taken a personality <laughs> quiz at BuzzFeed that said, which Dune character are you? <laughs> and it said, you are the Kreezat Satarak. <laughs> well, this is you, really a dumb, dumb episode. <laughs> you know, I've never seen Dune. I've never read Dune. I've never I'm read so, Dune. I bought I'm a copy so for my daughter, but I haven't read it. Yeah, I don't know a thing about that. about the Dune universe. The Duneverse. The Duneverse, I think it's very large. 
I think it's yeah. large. And I, I know the spice must flow. Mm. I know the fear is the mind killer. Mm, I didn't know that much. I knew about the spice. Yeah, I, I know, know Laura Palmer it. is dead, wrapped in plastic. I know that. I know that at the end of uh, Quadrophenia, Sting is revealed to be just a bellhop. Ace face. Yeah. What the heck? Can he you was see the coolest the guy. <laughs> see Ace face. You know that was my mom's favorite record for the longest time. Quadrophenia. Yeah. Really? Loved. That's that's a somewhat challenging album. And I was like, that's a somewhat challenging album, Mom. Yeah. Why Why <laughs> 4 is, of all the records, of all the records. I would go with Meaty Bitty Big and Bouncy. Meaty Bitty Big and Bouncy goes down easy. Well, that's the thing. She's Quadrophenia, she, she, she wanted a certain complexity, and, and Quadrophenia had just the lack of melody so cool. she desired. I don't know. She's so cool. What that, what's that got? Does that got, that's got um, that song. It's got, uh, what is it, Rumble and Brighton tonight? Is that the one? Uh, no, that, that's Straight Cats. You know, <laughs> but there's rumbling in Brighton. Isn't that the point of the movie? You got a bellhop who's starting fights. Am I thinking of the Warriors? What am I thinking of? Yeah, There's don't fuck with the Wongs. Don't fuck with the Wongs. Oh, uh, <laughs> Warriors. Let's see if I can. I um, I'm sitting here. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a shirt I got the other day that I that uh, I pulled off the rack because it was. I'm always looking for. I like Hawaiian. Is shirts this the in. one you posted a photograph of the label? No. Okay. Did I post a photograph of a label? I could be thinking of someone else. That might have been your address in the background. I don't know. Um, no. Sorry, go I, ahead. You're, you're, so you're, you're wearing a shirt. You're wrapped in a blanket. You got a computer you're going to replace soon. There's a lot going on at your house right now. There's a lot going on. A long time ago, I decided that I there's a certain kind of Hawaiian shirt that I like. There are a lot of Hawaiian shirts in the world, and some of them are very collectible. I don't like any of those, but there's a certain kind I do like. Mm -hmm. It's the kind. It's kind of batiki. It's reverse. The shirt is the... the um, the 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 print uh, is reversed so that the bold uh -huh. I, oh, side no, I, I, when you said batiki I knew exactly what you mean where it looks inside yeah. out yeah it looks inside out right the bold the bold colors are facing in and the and the washed out colors are facing out and I like them to only have like a, they like them to be pullovers right where the the buttons only go halfway down oh cool okay. and uh, it's a certain kind of shirt it's just a it's I don't want to I don't want a flashy one I don't want a shirt that has mm -hmm. guitars on it I mean every Hawaiian shirt is flashy right. But I don't want it to be, you know, I don't want it to be rayon. I want it to be all kind. Yeah. Anyway, so I went through, a, you know, I've always been a fan of these shirts. And then when I broke up with Millennium Girlfriend, she stole all my Hawaiian shirts. In addition to... Wait a minute, in addition to your Filson bags? Yeah, in addition to the Filson bags. And your underpants. Did she steal your underpants too? Uh, some of those Mack Weldons I, I lost for good, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so after that, I felt, I, you know, I did a little bit of shopping therapy. I have to, cons I have to confess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to make, I tried to fill the hole in my heart uh, by buying some additional Hawaiian shirts, old ones that I found on eBay mm -hmm. and for cheap, you know, that's my game, right? Cheap, old, cheap and old. If it's cheap and old, give me a call. Mm -hmm. uh, so now I have a bunch of them. I have too many of them, hmm. uh, but what I'm always looking for is long sleeve shirts, long sleeve Hawaiian shirts, uh, not because they exist. They don't. And if if you do see one, it's wrong. I, yeah. But I'm but I'm looking. It's like a it's like a thing. It's like a thing that doesn't exist that I want to find. Okay. And I found one the other day, and I bought it. And guess uh guess who the the label was? Guess who the brand was? You'll never guess, so I won't make you guess. Um. It was uh it was Andre the Giant has a posse. Andre. Oh, the guy from Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. Shepherd Ferry. Yeah. Who's got a guess a clothing label now? <sighs> Man. 
and he made a long sleeve Hawaiian shirt, and I bought it. That's, That's what cool. I'm wearing he's right he's now. got his hands in a lot of honeypots. I mean, do you remember the first time you saw Andre the Giant has a posse? The sticker. Yeah, the sticker. Uh, yeah, I feel like I do. I feel like I was in college because yeah. there was a local oh. guy who had kind of stolen the, own co- the concept for his own art project, but I was aware at the time that it was a ripoff because I was already familiar with uh, Andre Giant. Andre Giant, mm-hmm. right. And then it said obey. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, it yeah. said obey at a certain point. Yeah. So it started. It started in. Uh, it started in 1989. Andre the Giant has a posse, and those stickers. Boy, I remember those stickers. They were everywhere. Yeah, they really were. Mm-hmm. All the way back. All the way back. Well, anyway, now I'm wearing that shirt, and I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling pretty. Uh, this is the first day I've worn it. I'm feeling pretty comfortable in it. I feel like it's. Uh, Wait, what's is like it? An it's, extra large. It's an extra large. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I stopped pretending that I wasn't an extra large. I went through a little phase there where I was buying larges. I still, I still, I still feel like we're having lots of fun with what a size really is. I mean, you're a, stra- people- you're a straight medium, right? Right up the middle. No, I'm. Pr- well, it depends. I mean, with my Mac Weldon uh, shirts, after mm-hmm. they've washed a couple times, a large fits me like I'm a European man. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. Like when I get a sweatshirt, like my basketball sweatshirt that I got, I get an extra large because it's nice to have a little roomy. Plus, you know that's going to shrink when you wash it. Yeah, but you get large Mac Weldon shirts. I get large, yeah, yeah. So I'm five nine, one fifty eight. You're in good shape, Merlin. No, five no. nine, one fifty eight. No, I could do. I could do better. I could. I'm off wheat right now, but that's a different story. What do, what do you What do you shoot for? One forty eight. Well, I mean, when I'm real nervous, I get down to one fifty five. I've been as high as one ninety. I'm pretty much a straight one sixty most of the time. I see. Well, well so one fifty eight is good. You're right in the. You're in the zone. <laughs> no, but you know everything moves. Yeah, it you moves. know. So like my ankles are getting skinnier and hairless, but like huh. my my middle section is getting more bulbous. Are you wearing <laughs> the hair off your ankles somehow? Well, you never notice that old men don't have as much hair on their legs. It wears off. I think the socks oh. pull them down. They wear those tight World War II socks that pull them down. I guess, I guess so. Those you never socks, that. You never uh, they wear the those on airplanes, right? They, they wear the tight socks on airplanes to keep the blood uh, up in their brain. So you don't get a pulmonary uh, episode. Aminephanism. Yeah. A pulmonary pul- epinephanism. Pul- pul- pulmonary episode. Yeah. You don't yeah. want that. Uh, no. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I don't want... Here's what I don't want. I don't, I don't want, want. A, I don't want a stroke. I don't want to have a stroke. Oh, yeah. I saw an MSNBC ad for getting stroke testing. It's $150, and it's five different sessions. And then at the end, they tell you, okay, you're not strokey. You're good. Oh, but at the end, they might tell you, like, you're at risk for a stroke? See, that's the thing. To me, if you ask, there's a chance they're going to tell you, and I don't want that. Are you somebody that would not want to know how you were going to die if some uh, UFO had the technology? If they were like, Merlin, we'll tell you the day you die. Do you want oh, to that, know or that not? That one's easy. No. I, <clears throat> no, I don't want to think about that. But for example, on the watch that uh, you and I currently own made by the Apple company. They have a, they have oh, a new, she says, what can I help you with? <clears throat> they have a functionality now. Uh, I forget what the name of it is, heart something. But it's a thing now where you, you turn this thing on, you touch the digital crown with your finger, and it does a, 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 a test for uh, afibrillation. What, really? And even after the, yeah, even after, don't, don't check. Is that, you, you is don't that built know. in? <clears throat> I think so. Let me in? find it. Um, let's, let, let's learn about afibrillation. Sure, Sure, I don't want to find out. Well, if, this is my concern. I'm, what if I'm fibrillating? Okay, you're looking for one. It looks like, I don't know where it'll be on your watch, but it's a white circle with a red bloop, like heartbeat looking thing in it. White circle with a red bloop. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody just sent me a text. Don't it's, send me a text. It's not, it's not the one that looks like a heart. It's the one that okay. looks like a, a single heartbeat. Stop it, you guys. Stop <clears throat> sending me things. Oh, okay, I found it. All right, red heartbeat. 
to no, set up. No, no, e- no. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You got to set it up in the phone too. Set up ECG. Open the. Oh, I know. Oh, come on. And then now with special offers. Do your job. Do your job, sir. Anyway, you, when you had do that. One job. I had that on my watch for I. You know me. I'm an early adopter, and I yeah. got it the day that it was available, and then I, I didn't open it for probably five days because I thought, what if it tells me I'm going to die? Now wait, let me ask let me ask you this. Yeah. Is the then is the app on the phone also a heart bleep or is it um some other thing that now I have to go find <clears throat> some other looking app? Apple Watch. I still I still E-C-G. have Snapchat. Yeah. Oh, you still do? You can't let go, huh? Well, you know. Stock's not as up as it used to be. I know. Um I'm not sure whether to be happy or sad. I know I feel E-C-G. the same way. ECG. Uh, it brought up Etsy. And then eventually what's going to happen is when you go in, I'm guessing you haven't opened the Apple Health app in a while. Because um, I think when you open the Apple Health app on your iPhone, it will say to you, do you want this uh, ECG dingus? Apple Maybe. Health. Okay. I get, oh, Health. It's a, it's a heart. It's yeah. like a... Okay. That's a heart. Mm-hmm. Set up ECG app. It doesn't <laughs> put a question mark on it. It just says... <laughs> No, that's okay. the thing you're doing. It's like when it says, do you want to update to the new operating system? And you don't get to hit cancel. It's just do it now or learn more. And then it oh, just I keeps bugging. It. Don't you hate, I hate that? that? Oh, I hate it so much. Oh, now it wants my birth date. Okay. All right. I'm oh, yeah, doing I, it. I feel like I know this. I know it's 1968. I know it's in the fall. Yeah, that's it's, right. Uh, and it's got a, it's got a two, two-digit number, I feel like. Okay. How does it work? ECG records an electrocardiogram, mm-hmm. also called an ECG or ECG. an EKG, mm-hmm. which represents the electrical pulses that make your heart beat. The app checks these pulses to get your heart rate and see if the upper and lower chambers of your heart are in rhythm. And now you got to read through all the things it's not going to do. This will not tell you if you had a heart attack. This is not. This is just purely for entertainment purposes. It's not a gambling device. Okay. Sinus rhythm. Sinus rhythm you want. Sinus rhythm is good. The heart is beating in a uniform pattern. Yeah. Uh, Atrial fibrillation Mm -hmm. is heart is beating in an irregular pattern. That's the most common form of serious arrhythmia. Low or high heart rate, well, mm-hmm. uh, that's under 50 or over 120. And then here's the best one, inconclusive. Uh, yeah, I, when I get that, I get real nervous. I bet 99% of the time. Okay, cannot detect a heart attack, cannot detect yep. blood clots or a stroke, cannot detect other heart-related conditions if you're not feeling well. Talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay, take your first EEG, CG. Yeah. First, open the app on your Apple Watch. Here <clears> I, we just go. Did, I just did one. I got sinus rhythm, 87 BPM, which is higher than I'd like, but that's life. That's nice. I get okay. excited talking to you. I, got, I have a very high heart rate. Oh, I, I know. We've talked, about right up. we've talked about this. Okay, Apple Watch needs to be snug on the wrist. Selected okay, so and now get a phone, get another phone, and dial the 9 and the 1, just so you're oh. ready. Oh, right, gonna, okay. You know, just have it, have it standing by on your landline oh, that you oh, have. Here it goes. It's fudgedubbeding. Hold your finger on the crown. My thumb or my finger? Your finger finger. You can do your forefinger. You can do your middle finger. Try okay. not to move. <clears throat> so right now, oh, hang on one second. John is, John oh, is uh, was... checking to see if he's going to die. Get the thrilling conclusion after this message from Simple Contacts. <clears throat> This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Simple Contacts. You can learn more about Simple Contacts right now by visiting simplecontacts.com slash supertrain20. Simple Contacts is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your favorite brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. Instead of heading to the doctor year after year just to renew your prescription for something you wear daily, you can do it on your own time and terms in just a few seconds. This 
is vision care for the 21st century. Let me tell you how this works. Let's say you need to renew your prescription. Well, you take the five-minute simple contacts vision test online. That'll be reviewed by a licensed doctor, and you receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. All you need is your current contacts, an internet connection, and 10 feet of space. Most of us can find that. You just need space. Even if you're totally out of contacts, they got an option for you too. And if you have an unexpired prescription and need more contacts, just upload a photo of it or your doctor's information and order your lenses. They do all the hard work for you and take care of verifying and confirming your prescription. There are a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses shouldn't be one of them, so Simple Contacts lets you renew that prescription and reorder from anywhere. Your couch, yep, office, sure. Yeah, 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 any of it. Doctor's office is now wherever you are. How cool is that? Simple Contacts test is self-guided and takes less than five minutes. Think of how much time you save compared to making an appointment, getting to the eye doctor, and taking time off. Woof, no thank you. Uh, yeah, Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you never have to shop around to find your lenses at the best price. And, of course, they do save you money because that vision test is only $20. The contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free. And best of all, they're offering a promotion to listeners of this show, okay? You're going to go to simplecontacts.com slash supertrain20 and use the very special offer code supertrain20 at checkout. That's going to get you $20 off your contacts. Now remember, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. So please head on over to simplecontacts.com slash supertrain20. Offer code supertrain20 at checkout. Our thanks to Simple Contacts for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. That was pretty good. All right, 13, 12, 11. Okay, so the problem is I switched my watch over to the left-hand side. Yeah. I I passed the Ducci, Mm -hmm. but I also... Made it flip around so it thinks it's on the right hand side. Oh yeah, my daughter did a similar thing with hers. She yeah. has her she, her digital crown is on the outside lower right. It's very confusing to me. Uh, yeah, that's me too. Okay. Um. Al- although no, mine is on the downside left of the left. It's on my left arm. Are you sure you're not having it on their upside down? <laughs> well, no. It <laughs> Why says, won't this work? <laughs> it says I can't I have see a, the time. <laughs> it says I have a sinus rhythm. That's good. You and it. Well, I know, but it says I have 79 BPM. I got higher than that. That's nothing. That's okay, kid stuff. This, Don't worry. You're fine. This ECG does not show signs of, our, of atrial fibrillation. Yeah. Apple Watch cannot check for signs of a heart attack. <sighs> I know. Uh, I know. All right. Are you not feeling well? Add symptoms. Um, okay. Well, now, whoo. Yeah, all right. Well, where so, do I begin? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I do have an irregular. Could it be anhedonia? <laughs> I do have an ir- irregular heartbeat. Says who? I have I have what? Well, so I have a thing called prebeat, prebeat, which is which is uh it's a, a Dre a thing, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Dre prebeat. Oh right, right, right. And uh, right. no, what it is is that every bassy. once in a while it's a little. That's right, it's a little. Uh, it's warm but punchy. <laughs> uh, what what happens is my heart is going boom 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 boom, uh, and you know because I'm like a big guy. And I think I'm, that's what a heart sounds like mostly. Yeah, I'm pretty cool. It's like boom boom. Yeah. And then it goes like this. Oh, you you know what you've got? You've got syncopation. You're jamming on the one. I'm jamming. So, yeah, so it leads the one a little bit. It's like a punk rock drummer. Yeah. It's like a little ahead of the beat. I used to get that when I took a lot of ephedrine. Oh, pre-beat. I told you about that. It was that feeling where you go, oh, boy, my heart's about to do a thing, and then it would mm-hmm. do a thing. I go, that was kind of fun. 
Yeah. And uh, and uh, I went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, mm-hmm. I went to the doctor, and the, the doctor said, mm-hmm. uh, he said, <laughs> with a portrait of Rasputin and a beard down to his knee. Yeah, that's the same guy. That's the same guy. And uh, the doctor was like, no, 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 that's totally normal. That's just a, one of those things. Some okay. people have it, some people don't. You get a uh, you get a little beat before the beat. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it feels kind of weird when it happens. And he was like, oh, you know, you made it this not, far. Yeah, you're not no. even you're, you're not even in the top fifty of the things that feel weird when they happen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate doctors. <laughs> so fucking stupid. You know, stupid used- coats and their dumb degree on the wall. Excuse me, diploma well, on the wall. Well, um, uh, I used to think that, but I didn't. Uh, she didn't come to see me. You know what I'm I saying? Know, I know. No, you. She said that to you. Mm-hmm. She's the one who got you all fixed up with everything, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You didn't come. I didn't come to see you. Yeah, I don't go where you work and knock the stethoscope out of your mouth. <laughs> What's funny is I don't get to see her anymore for some reason. When I go to the doctor now, it's always a. Huh. There's always a nurse that does the things. Huh. I guess they've they've decided that I don't warrant the doctor's time. <laughs> uh huh. Now you get the so intern. Yeah, they measure my height and they measure my weight and they sit me in a chair. They listen to me bitch about whatever it is. They give me some thing. I don't know. Yeah. They go laugh about me in the coffee room. You know they do. And I'm like, stop it. Yeah, you know, don't do like, that. First cool. of all, stop telling me I lost an inch in height. And second of all, oh, no. let me talk to the doctor. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. Because, you know, when oh, here's the thing I like about talking to doctors. Mm-hmm. Doctors, when I was growing up, doctors were like, what? The social peak. Uh, oh, the, absolutely. The professional peak, right? Yes. If you like, if your dad was a doctor, intelligence, influence, income, respect—they—they uh, yep. they were up even maybe arguably at that time over the first responders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank them for their service. Thank you for you your know? service. But um, but yeah, right. We're, like we were middle class people, so we didn't understand. We didn't. I didn't know anybody that was at the C level of any kind of company. Those were weird people from out of state. Yeah. It was just like uh, doctors and lawyers, middle class mm-hmm. uh, aristocracy. <laughs> and so so doctors, right? And then my friend's parents were all doctors. And I knew I didn't want to be a doctor. They all did. They wanted to follow in their your, father's Your parents' friends were doctors doctor. or lawyers? My parents, my, no, no. My friend's parents oh, were I all see. doctors. I see. My, my parents' friends were all lawyers. Okay, I see. But my friend's parents like the ha- were Hatfields doctors. and the McCoys. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, and doctors and lawyers don't. They, I mean, there's a little professional courtesy, like they tip their hat, but they don't want to see each other. Yeah, I mean, that's all that keeps them from like killing each other on the golf course. Right. There's, uh, yeah, there's a certain amount of like, uh, you know, mutual respect. A mutual respect. Mm-hmm. But so when I got to be a little bit grown up and I could go sit in the doctor's office and crack wise with them mm-hmm. or like talk to them like I was sure. like a peer, like doc, because my dad always, my dad was like that. He was like, doc. <laughs> Uh, you know, like just call him Doc. For all, already, you're off on a good footing with him. Yeah. And uh, so I like talking to my doctor because we sit and we play the dozens. Sure. And I'm like, what? That's what's a nice going relationship. On? That's a yeah. Real what's nice going on in your life? And she giggles. You know, it's like uh, it feels like a peer relationship. You got a giggly doctor? Oh, not giggle, but uh-huh. <clears throat> I mean, she's from New Jersey. They, people don't giggle. But in she New has Jersey. a certain amount of bonhomie. She's got bon ami. Precisement. Precisement. Bon femme. Bon Bon femme. Bon femme. Bon femme. Anyway, I should go. (laughs) 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 I'm taking too much of your time already. Thanks, Doc. (laughs) 
And now I don't get it. Now, now I have to, you know, I have to go out. I liked a little bit of professional courtesy with everybody. When I, when I sit and talk to a bus driver, I want that bus driver to know, hey, you know, I'm just like other bus drivers. I, uh, I, I could drive a bus. Yes. I probably should have. That would have been a good job for me. Yeah. Driving a bus, you know, plenty of time to think about stuff. The steady you work. The, you're helping people. You get the hum of the highway. You love, you love to drive. I do. You know, my uh, grandfather was a bus driver. That's cool. Uh, during World War II, and he was um, he was not required to join the military. He wasn't subject to the draft because a bus driver was considered crucial to the national welfare. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because all those people making bombs got to get to work. That's right. And he was a long-distance bus driver. He drove, I think, from Columbus to Lima or something mm -hmm. every day. Back and forth, and uh, and so yeah, you don't. Oh, and also postal workers. Sure, you know they're vital to the national. You gotta, you gotta and take. That's how those. they uh, sent the Hope Diamond. Yeah, what? I remember learning when the Smithsonian uh, uh, Institute went back when the museums would be open. Uh, we went there when I was uh, thirteen. They said, you know what? The, 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 they saw the Hope Diamond. They said, you know what? They, they wanted the safest way to get this from, I guess, Africa, and they yeah. were like, uh, you know what? U.S. Postal U.S. System. Postal Service. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, isn't that good? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's true anymore. I don't think that's true anymore. I mean, God bless the U.S. Postal Service. Well, yeah. Um, so, tactical pants, grandfather bus. I don't uh, want. Computer. I don't want tactical stuff because I think it reveals too much about yourself. I you know, totally like, agree. It's like it's like on Survivor, letting them know you got the hidden immunity idol. It kind of blows yeah. your game. Like you don't want people to exactly. know you're a kung fu master. No, if you're if you're a concealed carry person, the number one, the first word is concealed. Mm. And if you're wearing a tactical vest, it doesn't matter if your gun is hidden. What about Ed you're... Brubaker? <clears throat> no, Ed Brubaker doesn't wear a tactical vest. He wears a jean jacket. I thought he, he wore did. a vest with no shirt and he had a gun. Well, he did. He did. It was a and jean And now he claims, vest, he claims he didn't do that. He does claim that, but he claims that in good humor. Have you noticed that? Hmm. He says... Ha ha ha, I didn't do that. Which is very different from, hey, I didn't do that. Oh, he didn't say that's not cool. Like, if he <clears> said that's not right. cool, that would be a whole different thing. He did a really good Captain America. He did he. I think, uh, I think you know, Ed was going through a lot of things in the 90s, just like we all were. Sure. And one of sure. them was that he thought uh, that he would carry a pistol under his under his vest. Under his sleeveless vest. I guess all vests are sleeveless. <laughs> it's like assless chaps. <laughs> but, uh, but I, you know, it was fun. <laughs> if they we had an ass, fun. they wouldn't be chaps. <laughs> They'd oh, be pants. We're, we're real thoughtful homespun types, aren't we? We're like Will, the Will Rogers of our time. The stuff that we sure come are. up with. Like, did you ever notice people say assless <laughs> hey, chaps? Hey, you ever hey, notice? You know what? We'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> What is the deal it's a, with vests? It's a sleeveless vest. It's a sleeveless vest. You know, Ed, there were a lot of comic book artists at the Cafe Roma in 1991. Hmm. A lot of them. It was, uh, you know, Seattle had a lot of comic book uh, people at the time, and Cafe Roma was one of the uh, was one of the hangouts. And so I was privy to the ins and outs, to the social chemistry uh, between comic book artists and some of those... That's, that's even more interesting than Bonobos. Like, watching those folks in a group, woo! A lot well, going yeah, on. So, so we had, you know, we had Peter Baggy, mm -hmm. uh, Jim Woodring, 
was there. Uh, Ellen Forney, of course. Uh, we had uh, Megan Kelso. We had a lot of, but there were other, there were other artists that ended up becoming pencilers or colorists mm-hmm. for uh, the big, uh, the big, the big guys, the big, big guys, the big two, know, the big two. Mm-hmm. That's um, actually what they call them. Do they call them the big well, two? Well, I think sometimes they extend to the big three and include image, but yes. That's interesting. Oh. So you've got, is there a name for that? Like a murder of crows? What do you call a group of, uh, of uh, Seattle uh, comic, comic book, book artists? Creators? Oh, yeah. I just, you know, that's a good question. Uh, for me, it was a... Um, a depression a of, of sad? A group, a group of comic book artists was a, like an unbearable lightness of being. Oh, really? Like where you have to wear a hat to have intercourse? Yeah, that's okay. right. Same thing. All right. And the thing is, they didn't all get along with each other. They were catty. They were catty about each other. And uh, Ed Brubaker was a was a controversial figure because he was uh, he's bold. He has a bolder personality than a comic book artist is supposed to have. They're supposed okay. to work in quiet isolation. Oh, he's he's uppity. And uh, well, not so uppity, but he was just like out there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he had a he had a loud voice. He was like he was making the scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. And so uh, so you know, in a way, he was like edging into like what musicians were trying to do, and other comic book artists were like tisk tisk tisk. Mm, yeah. About stuff right jason lutz you know tisk yeah. tisk a little bit of tisk tisking uh, and so i still remember all that but at the time i thought you guys are nerds you know they were all doing comic books sure so, i thought the same thing yeah nerds was it you say this is in the 90s yeah early 90s early, early, 90s. early in the mid 90s yeah uh, okay so the the comic thing was still like a because the 90s began the well, 90s are gonna make the 70s look, look- <laughs> The '90s, <laughs> they, um, you know, there's kind of a boom time, like a crazy boom time in comics. Boom. Did you, wait, no, I'm sorry, I've asked you this before. Did you guys sell comics at the newsstand? Boom. Uh, we did not sell. You didn't comics. sell like Marvel comics. No, 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 no. But we did sell, you know, graphic. Okay, okay. No. But like, it's what's funny is like it started out as this incredible. Not started, but like you know, the for example, Uncanny X Men number one. The reboot in 1990, 91, I think is still the single best-selling single issue of all time. They had the death of Superman and the black bag, all that stuff. I remember, I remember all that. Yeah. Then you had the speculation. <clears throat> then you had the speculation beginning. And I think it wasn't, I mean, definitely by the end of the 90s, though, it was, it was all tanking so hard. Like, the comics as investment had been like a real tulip kind of situation. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, where everybody had like all their money tied up in Beanie Babies. Beanie Babies, and then, yeah. You see well, that picture? The- you ever seen that picture of the couple in the courtroom getting divorced? Uh, where they were cutting up their beanie babies? Cutting up the beanie babies in the courtroom. <laughs> it's cut the baby in two. Oh wait, uh, Avet Brothers. Uh, well, Joe Pernice. Shit. Yeah, right. <clears throat> beanie babies court divorce. Well, the thing is, in Seattle in the early '90s, all the comic oh, books Jesus. were about like awkward sex. They were all about like, oh, you know, like hate comics really yeah, set the right, tone right, right. for a lot of people. See, all, uh, the stuff I'm aware of from that, I think from that time, I think of stuff like Eight Ball. Yep. Um, you know, those kind of alternate comics where everybody's That's sweaty right. and pimply. You know, I don't know if you know this, but Seattle was uh, alternative. <laughs> and, well, uh, it was alternative <laughs> in the late '80s, right? Well, it was alternative all the way into the mid '90s. Oh, hmm. look at them! They're there and they're like, mine. "I want this beanie baby. You get that Squeezy one." Squeezy Panda Bobo is mine. And there's a lawyer. <laughs> We're gonna retire there. on this. There's a lawyer behind a desk just pretending through, to read. He's, just, <laughs> he's got a pen in his hand. He's just pretending it's to make like notes. It's like watching two people scrape shit out of their pants and divide it up. But the thing is, these people look 
semi-normal. Yeah. I mean, he he looks like American Dad, but she kind of looks like um, he looks like a JV she, basketball coach. Yeah, she looks like Margot Kidder. I think she looks like I mean, uh, Olivia Coleman. Nothing wrong with maybe that. L- a little bit like Olivia Coleman. It seems to me like maybe she decided that she's attracted to women, and that's why they're getting a divorce. That is the shoe of a woman who's made some decisions. Yeah, yeah. but she good still for her. Really, I say she cares about she cares where about the Beanie the, Babies. Well, go. you know, I mean, you may not like the picture of uh, Benjamin Franklin, but you sure do like what you can spend with it. Oh, I see. Get you, this I get is you. more of the homespun wisdom <laughs> that people come here for. You know who's on the penny? Abraham Lincoln. You know who's on the five? Huh. Abraham Lincoln. Coincidence? You know what I know? Washington's on the one. Uh-huh. I'm in the middle oh. of the thinking. It's a feeling. Someone so young. Oh, the horn section. I'm so glad you got those horn boys in there. God damn it, the horns on that are so good. I was playing that song in Spain one time, and I got to the end, and uh, or I got to the end of the show, and I went backstage, and somebody, some manager or something, was like, "You know, if you uh, if you took your mu- music more seriously, I think it would be more popular." Wow, that's quite a note, John. Is that is that common like, in in España for people? No, first of all, was it a Castilian person or a standard Spaniard? <laughs> uh, it was a it was Spaniard. A, it, you're talking about a Catalan person. I'm or a thinking Spaniard. of someone who speaks like this. Oh, because those are Castilian people. The, the ones Castilian. With- yeah, the ca- the Catalonian. Because it'd be even funny if you said it like that. I think it would be better if you took it more seriously. He, he kind of he had a little he had enough of that in there. <laughs> so, somewhere between like say Picasso and Mike Tyson. In in, <laughs> in Europe, uh, they are less afraid uh, to tell you the bad news. The Germans are real good at that. Yeah, the Germans will just shoot real straight at you, and they wear sandals. But all of them. The thing is, they shoot so straight. That it's like, uh, I'm not so sure. I had a German girlfriend, and she was very candid. My German girlfriend was very candid. Uh, about you? Oh, just about she everything. Tell you what your problems were? Well, she's from East Germany, and she was, um, she was very, very... So I saw a thing today, and it was basically about saying, okay, we're going to tell you something. We're going to give you a phrase, and you like tell me, is it positive, negative? What it's, and it's things like, um, oh, God. Is this electrochemistry? Kind of. It's basically like if you say, and an English person says, yeah, we must have you over soon. And like an American go, gosh, that sounds great. When do I get the invite? And in England, that just means, no, we won't be seeing each other. Well, you know, that's what it means in Seattle, too. Let's hang out sometime. Oh, facts my gal. Yeah. Means let's never uh, talk about this again. (laughs) So so uh, we we have stipulated that the Spaniards and uh, the, the, the Germans, the Alimans, are, uh, they're very frank. And so somebody says to you, they come up backstage and they say, what was it, if you took your mu- music more seriously? Well, because sometimes, you know, when I was playing Scared Straight in the middle of the song, uh, sometimes, you know, I would do an extended jam mm-hmm. where I would talk to the audience and just be like, is everybody having a good time? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your problem? <laughs> uh, KSU <are> problemo. <laughs> yeah, are you... Uh, yeah, are, yeah. <laughs> you looking at me? You think you're better than me? And uh, and okay, it's you know, not significant day dangling. There's always been a lot of uh, there's always been a slice of the people in, uh, that are in the record buying or concert going public that want me to just uh, shut up and play the song like yeah. it is on the record. Yes. And uh, and Ugh. then I have this thing where it's like a I'm not going to shut up and b I'm not going to play the song necessarily like it is on the record. 
And you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm sorry if you think that what the money that you paid to see me here was to get some version of the, that you don't that you think is the, the the version. My version is, you know, I do like 40 minutes of just mm-hmm. free association, and every once in a while I play a song, and it's not like it is on the record. Yeah. So, but in Europe, I would get, you know, I actually had a guy in Germany tell me that I, I should write more songs about soccer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but huh, that's you know, this is this is one reason why Mud Honey didn't play in Europe for twenty years. I was talking to Steve Turner, and I was like, "You guys are huge in Europe," and he was like, "Oh, we never go to Europe." Hmm. I was like, "What? You're you must? I mean, Europe? You would sell out?" Be-? And he's like, "Yeah, but we just hate it there. Keep it out of my face." <laughs> that's right. That's right. Don't touch me. I'm sick. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then they finally just recently I think with and when I say recently I mean within the last ten years they were yeah. like okay we'll go back to Europe and Europeans I think I, I, this is again a little broad but I know this is true I feel like this is true in France it's probably true in England a lot of Europe likes music that used to be more popular in America they oh. like they like cowboys they like jazz yeah. right yeah. yep 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 but they yep, still yep, like yep. cowboys. And they still like jazz. And they still like jazz. Folk yeah. music, folk music. They love the folk music. Love the folk music. Love I, the there folk, was uh, yeah. so my my the, my people, my entertainment business people in Belgium, used to tell me that I should play more folky style because it was more authentic than whatever the pop more rock. authentic. Yeah, they were like to You're, you know whom about what to um, I, it would be more American. Oh, I see. I should focus on my American. Down in a dead man's town. Yeah, right. But like, do it real, real grindy. Do it like blood uh, on Mr. the scarecrow. Yes, Mister State Trooper. Except it's not. But they don't want it to be like her. They oh, want they don't it want it like, like a like a fake like a Lightning Hopkins like a Tom Waits kind of voice. No, they want that. They want that thing that was popular in the two thousands, which was like <laughs> it was good living with you. <laughs> Yeah, but just like yeah, <laughs> is that kind of kind of Counting Crows? I think it was more um, Barney Prince Billy. Oh, I am was, a cinematographer. Yeah. yeah, whatever they they wanted that right. They wanted yeah, a, uh, warbly, more warbly. Warble. What they wanted you to sound fragile and backwoods because backwoods was America. No, is that a would that be a Mum, Mumford kind of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, and <clears throat> that's what happened to it, right? Okay. They they put a somebody decided or Mumford it was that decided to do boom, 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 boom behind it, and, uh, and then all the, of a sudden that's a clappy, clappy, snappy. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. And I think I think the guys in Mumford and Sons were like uh, rich people from the Midlands who uh, all believed in Jesus. But they were <laughs> more backwards than me. That's good. <laughs> uh, they were way more backwards American than I was because I was up there going, jang. You know, there's not a single Long Winter's live performance that didn't involve jang. Oh, like Pete Townsend. Yeah, that was our sound live. Now, we didn't always get that on record. Because on record, there was always some trumpets or you something. You had to give people special notes. This part sounds... You had to tell Mike Squires. This part should sound like ACDC. Yeah. Ka-ka-chang. Yeah. And he was like... Uh, what was that? Is, that, is, that, is that Departure? Is Departure the one that has the ACDC part? Uh, no. I just remember you saying at one point... You just, and it's in Adam's uh, abortive video, I think, where you're trying to say to Mike, there's one part that should sound like, like an ACDC riff. Yeah, well, and Mike is uh, is eminently qualified to play ACDC riffs. Yeah, and Def Leppard. 
somebody wrote somebody wrote a thing on the early internet, an early version of the internet that said, I, I went to a Long Winters concert and they sounded like The Who. So I really loved it and I bought the record, but the record sounds mm-hmm. like uh, a bunch of grandmas putting doilies <laughs> on the back of their couches. What happened? Send a line my butt. And I was like, well, because uh, there are keyboards in the studio and yeah. um, hello. Did, I you had noti- to- did you notice the gate we put on the hi-hat? <laughs> did you notice that it remind you of David Bowie's album Low? Yeah, put your headphones on. You got to really listen, on. man. You're you know there's a gate. It just stops. It just bag. stops, man. It goes tinkle, 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 tinkle. It's not that's a splash. It's a splash. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, we play like the Who when we're live because, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Put down you? your Bob O'Reilly and smoke it. <laughs> because I don't have 11 keyboards on tour. So the so, last week. That's why you don't week, go to Europe anymore. No, it's not. I would go to Europe in a second if somebody invited me. But okay. no, I stop. Oh, the other thing that, that they don't like, they don't like touring bands that are uh, coasting on their laurels. They want to know what you've done lately. Oh, really? Jazz yeah, Odyssey? A, yeah. Yeah, that's another thing about Europe. You could put out a record a year. They could all be shite, but Europeans would come to see you every year. But if you're coming back around, hmm. uh, they're like, I already saw that. What have you done for me lately, as Janet Jackson yeah, says? That's right. Whereas here in America, you can just tour and tour and tour. Oh, yeah. And just be like, here we are again. Yeah, this is still not a rebel song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna play those same songs again but with longer songs like you know if you go to the county fair and crisscross is there and they don't play the jumping song people are gonna be mad right (laughs) jump around jump up jump up jump down now that would be would would you go to see that uh i don't know that video upset me the guy gets a bloody nose in it and gets punched it makes me made me very uncomfortable well you're not that is a good song that is a good song though irish rapper from boston yes yeah, yeah. He came, pre, he came to drop bombs. What is he there for? It was pre Juggalo, but it was definitely Juggalo. Boy, they had tattoos before it was a thing. Well, yeah, a lot of people had tattoos before it was a thing. Dun, dun, then it dun, became dun, a thing. Then a lot more people got dun, it. Dun, you know, dun, I I went to a '90s concert this last summer. <laughs> uh, it was just billed as the '90s. Oh, okay. And it had uh, Vanilla Ice at the headlining slot. Okay. It had Salt and Pepper. Salt and it, pepper. It had I don't, it didn't have UB40 though that would have been an 80s concert. But it had like a group, it had like 9 or 10 artists that all came out and played for 20 minutes. Yeah. And they did a lot of like a, like a showcase. It's the kind of thing like like yeah. Alex Chilton used to do. You come out and you play the play the letter and like get paid. Yeah, yeah. right. They right. come out they, the they do they do a lot of jamming. They had some dancers on stage. The dancers danced and then they would hit the high notes, it was, it was even a medley. They would just hit the high notes of their three big songs. Really? And then they'd, yeah, then they'd kind of dance off the stage. Somebody else would dance on, do 20 minutes. And it was amazing, first of all, to look at the crowd, which was, you know, like 100% white. The, the, the bands on stage were, with the exception of Vanilla Ice, 100% black. Wow. And the audience, 100% Northwest whiteies. And they were somehow satisfied by this, like, 20-minute set that had a medley of the top songs and a bunch right. of it's not you don't want to hear the super deep cuts from their fourth album nope and there was a lot of like um living color dancers oh you know what i mean yes, like people I do. doing living color uh dances and it was like okay all right this was uh the 90s a version of 
It wasn't it wasn't my nineties, but it was somebody's nineties. It was their nineties. Only nineties kids will get this. I know, I know. That's and then Vanilla Ice was the headliner. I was like, wow. That's because he's got oh. the one song, and then doesn't he have the other song? He's got the one song, and then what was the other song? He had another song. I think he had two songs. Uh, Vanilla Ice. Yeah, but I mean, he was just constantly having to go out there and like explain the difference between that and Under Pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and he also got held upside down by his ankles by uh, Suge. Wait, Suge, Suge, Suge Knit? Suge, Suge Knit <laughs> held him upside down on a window. Oh, really? And, and shook him until his wallet fell out of his pants. <laughs> because apparently he lives in a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, well, that's how it was. That's oh. how it was back then. Suge, Suge could do whatever Suge he wanted. Suge Knight.